The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week, I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Disney Cruise bride Evie Proenza, who was married on the dream. And she did a lot of planning for her wedding and a lot of research. And I thought that her experience would be valuable to anyone who is considering having a wedding or a vow renewal on the Disney Cruise Line or just interested in how they work. Welcome, Evie. Hi, Carrie. How are you? Thanks so much for being on the show today. I'm interested to know how you and your fiancé decided to get married on the Disney Cruise Line. Actually, originally we had planned to get elope, and then we decided we wanted to elope to Disney. And I was originally looking through Fairy Tales Weddings, and I was looking at the memories package. But at the time, I guess they were saying you had to have a minimum number of guests to reach each of the stations to push up to like a wishes, because I didn't like the locations that the memories had available. And then I started looking outside of Disney And then I somehow stumbled upon the Disney Cruise Line weddings, and I just found them to be really beautiful, and they kind of contained all the smaller elements that I wanted while being able to elope. That's interesting. And you get a cruise all rolled into one, so it's like everything you could possibly want. (laughs) True. And so then how did your friends and family react when they found out that you were not having a land-based wedding, you were actually getting married on the high seas? Well, we were originally planning to elope, and somehow I let loose talking to one of my sister's And we were together and she immediately said she was going to book that cruise. So I knew at that point that I had to kind of let everyone know. But we decided to keep it just immediate family. In truth, we didn't have a difficult time with anyone coming. We kept it very small. It was just our parents and siblings. Everyone who wanted to come came. Um, I had some guests who couldn't come, but I think it was more the time of year that I chose. We chose early December. And I think for reasons for school and work, it's a little bit more difficult for some people to get that time off. Interesting, yeah. So how many people ended up making the trip? We had a total of 15 guests. Well, that's a pretty good size. You know, it's an interesting thing. I mean, we started off with 30, and I didn't invite more than 30 because I knew I didn't want more than 30. And I ended up with 15. And over the years, I've heard everyone say that when you're planning a Disney wedding, you'll get about half of the people that you invite. So it was funny that for me, it was exactly that half amount. Did you choose the ship just based on what the itinerary was? And then once you'd chosen the ship, how did you choose which location you wanted for your ceremony? In truth, I actually chose my ship because of the decor of the ship itself. Oh, interesting. I really liked how when they went through building the dream, I just felt that it had a very classic feel to it, but it was very modern and it had a lot to offer. And I actually chose it because it had a shorter itinerary. For a lot of my guests, taking the time out, again, because it was December, to come down to Florida was a little difficult. 
So I really tried to have our cruise wedding weekend happen over a weekend, basically, so that it wouldn't interfere too much with people's schedules. And that's basically how I chose the ship. And the location itself, I wanted the Outlook Lounge. I really think the Outlook Lounge is beautiful. It has a very elegant feel to it while you're being on a ship. And you kind of have, it's very private. So you have a very private area that's very well decorated. And had you cruised before? I hadn't. I've been on yachts and I've done overnights out in the sea, but not on a large cruise boat, which is amusing. I just never... I don't know. It never really appealed to me. It never really occurred to me before, which is is interesting. I've done lots of travel, but I had never traveled by cruise. Okay. And now I'm interested to know, have you become a cruise convert? <laughs> yes and no. I think that, you know, I definitely, there's, there are some locations that I want to go to. I'm going on a cruise, as you know, later on this month through Disney. We're doing a double dip and I'm looking into possibly doing one to Alaska. So, I mean, there's definitely a love. I love the theming that the cruise ships have through Disney. I don't know that I'd say I'm a full convert. I still love, you know, doing travel and I love just exploring new places. Interesting. Okay, so then tell me a bit about how the planning process was for you because it's very basic. You just sort of check off a list, but I know you were very involved in the planning process for your event. For me, it was interesting because I, I, like you said, I really wanted to be involved. I had lots of questions and I've seen the evolution of the cruise wedding from the beginning conception towards the end with all of the sharing that previous brides have done. So you can see where there's been differences along the way and things have changed. So I had lots of questions to ask. Ultimately, it's like you say, it's a very simple process. They have it very laid out as a package type of a deal where you select what elements of the package you want along with your location. But I think that there's there's ways to add to it say it before the cruise or things that you can do on the cruise, elements that you can include in decor and things like that. Okay. So what kinds of things did you do to customize that standard package? I had floral done through DK Design Hawaii, through Diane, uh, which was gorgeous because I, I, I wanted specific colored orchids, which is really funny, but I couldn't get them through Disney. Disney has their packages set and they won't change the floral. And they're beautiful, but it just I had my heart set on a specific kind of an orchid. I wanted um, Catalea orchids. So I was able to have those custom made and I'll have that bouquet forever, which is, you know, something that I treasure also. I also had floral made for my mother-in-law, for my mother, and a boutonniere for my husband. I had flowers made for my cake. We brought decor also for the room itself. We brought some large uh, synthetic seashells that, that looked real, kind of to put out about like in the area where the ceremony takes place. And that was really it. In truth, you don't really have an opportunity to decorate. I did bring some other things, but there just really isn't that time before the before the ceremony to go and lay those things out, per se. Okay, so then how did you do it, and how did you get the things on your cake? I just requested them. There is an option to have a personal topper for your cake. What it is is there's a dimension, and it comes in the package, in the planning package, that it has to stay within a certain dimension, a certain weight. And you have to send them a picture to get it approved before they'll allow you to have it on your cake. So as long as you, you know, you meet the height and weight requirements for that topper and you send it to be approved ahead of time by Disney, they'll have it put on your cake for you. Oh, that's great. And then how did you get the oversized shells put out? My sister. (laughs) My sister ran into the space before us and she was able to put those out. They were just a couple of giant seashells. And then I had, they're kind of like palm leaves that were, that are coated in gold. I need to get pictures of them for you. And they were just kind of fanned out to kind of look kind of um, 
1920s theater type of a fan type of a, yeah. That's cool. It was very pretty. And I, and I give her so much credit because she really didn't have a lot of time to get there. She just ran upstairs to the box and, and did a little bit of decorating right before the ceremony. Oh, that's great. What a good gift from your sister. <laughs> she's, a, she's a good sport, for sure. So can you tell us a little bit of an overview of how the day ran? The day started very, very normal. They plan, essentially, they give you your wedding ceremony time and the time that they'll come to look for you to be ready within your room. We went and had breakfast early in the morning, and directly from breakfast, I went to the salon, probably like around 10 a.m., 10.30-ish. I had a little bit of a hiccup in the salon with my stylist, which I think can potentially happen with any new salon. My stylist had me in the salon for almost a little over, I want to say over three hours, and then I left... And my hair just totally fell out because she didn't put any product in it. Mm. And I had to go back in and have it redone. So I was in the salon for most of the day. I actually didn't get out of the salon till after about 4 p.m., which sadly really ate into other activities that I had planned. But, you know, again, I think it's one of those things that there's a lot of turnaround on the cruise ships. I think it's like every three months or something or every six months it's not to turn over. And I think it's like any salon that you go to that you've never been to before. You kind of always take that chance. Yeah, definitely. And then was there anyone on that cruise who could do your makeup or did you do your own makeup? I did my own makeup. I've always been really into doing my own makeup. And it's just something that I kind of knew I wanted a very uh, natural look that looked like me. I actually did some of it in the salon, then I finished it off in our room right before I got dressed. Cool. We didn't have a wedding party except for a ring bearer and a flower girl. I didn't have a full wedding party at all. Essentially, we we were with our photographers together. We did a first look on our balcony. We had a beautiful oversized balcony, and we did our first look outside on our balcony. From there, we went, we just did some pictures around the ship with our photographers, which we wanted to do. I wanted to take the time to take pictures of just the two of us before we were with everyone. I guess just kind of I felt like once we were with family and with everyone, you kind of don't want to leave them. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to have an opportunity to take those pictures of just, you know, us together. And then we spent some time just waiting for our planner to come get us. Once the planner came to get us, we went downstairs, and, and it's a fairly short ceremony. It was much faster than I would have thought. I think our ceremony lasted about 15 minutes itself from everybody getting in and seating, and then they do our cake cutting, which I, I loved my cake. My cake actually matched the decor on the top of it on the inside, which wasn't expected, and that was really pretty. And then we had our first dance, and then following the first dance, we just took pictures and, you know, we spent some time with the family there. And then we were kind of moved out to go downstairs into the lobby area because there was no one there. The onboard planner suggested we go and try to take pictures there while the area was empty. So we went downstairs and did lots of pictures in the lobby also with our family. That's great. Did you use Disney's photographers or did you bring your own? No, I brought Vicky and David. David and Vicky aren't. Great. And what turned out to be your favorite memory of your wedding day? I have multiple memories. I, I really do. I think my favorite of all of my memories would be our first dance, only because we spent our first dance talking and laughing and just kind of reminiscing about things. It was beautiful and that we were having a really good time. It wasn't just kind of like a quiet, we were very giggly, but it was really beautiful just kind of talking and, and discussing things. And I can't explain it, but it was just really funny and it was great. Mm. In truth, I think one of the best decisions I made when it came to my wedding was bringing David and Vicky Arndt with us as photographers because they were just absolutely amazing. And I felt like in so many ways they were there helping guide us in a way that I wouldn't have thought of or known because your planner is not with you. You meet with your planner very briefly when you board the ship. 
when you board the ship, you meet with your planner, you do your legal ceremony, and they tell you, okay, we're going to see you on X date, X time. And that's it. You don't see your planner again till then. So it was nice having someone who had already done a cruise wedding and kind of knew what to expect to, to kind of give me some guidance and some information. That's a good point. And they know the best locations to take pictures, which is absolutely amazing. We have beautiful fireworks pictures that, you know, I don't think we would have gotten otherwise. And we did a castaway case shoot the next day. Oh, that's perfect. Like a bonus. <laughs> yeah, I did trash the dress on the beach the next day. And I love that. And then I have beautiful pictures from too. Oh, that's great. And the other thing is you don't have to spend your last night on the ship frantically trying to pick out pictures from the ship's photographers. I think, you know, that was a huge concern for me because I had heard that from other brides. The question of the quality of what kind of pictures I would get from onboard photography, just because you don't know who you're dealing with beforehand. It's just whoever the onboard photographer is. And I think there are a couple of them, but you won't know who your photographer is till you board. So that was, I really wanted beautiful pictures. And I had the opportunity to meet David and Vicky prior to the wedding. And I really loved their attention to detail and the quality of their work. So I was really excited to have them come with us. And I, you know, I think it really was probably one of the best decisions I have. I don't think that I would have been able to document my wedding as well had I not had my own photographers. You know what I mean? Like I've seen weddings that have just done the, and I think some brides are happy with that. But the way Disney's packaging is, is you're being charged for every additional hour of photography. And that's if they have the availability to do it outside of your ceremony time. Hmm. So that was a big concern for me. Interesting. And so then did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you had expected? I think the only big issue that I really had on my wedding day was in the salon because that really ate into a good portion of our afternoon. I can say I honestly spent about three hours there. I had to leave and where we were located, our room was completely aft of the ship and the salon is completely other end. So I was running back and forth to get my hair redone. And in the end, it was just I felt like I was caked on with hairspray. Uh. <laughs> Thankfully, I don't think it looks that bad in the pictures, but I really felt like, you know, that was a big part. Of, in retrospect, I would have done my own hair. Interesting. Yeah. And then was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like it was going to be a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? You know, amusingly enough, I had a big issue with decor. I wanted flowers. I wanted all these things in the Outlook Lounge. And at the end of the day, it didn't need it. Hmm. At the end of the day, it really didn't matter. But I know that the whole entire time I was processing, I, I couldn't fathom this idea of having a wedding space and not having it decorated. And it's it's interesting when you see the pictures, you would I think if there had been a lot of decorations, the room is so small that you don't need much in there anyways. That's a good point. Yeah. And I, it's hard, you know, if you haven't been on the ship before and you haven't seen it, it's hard just taking it from a couple pictures, taking it on faith that it's going to look great. But then as you found out, it does. It does. It really, they did a great job with that space. It really doesn't need much of anything at all. And then was there anything else that you know now that you'd wish you'd known when you were planning? I think I would have liked to have planned a longer cruise. I think that I planned a shorter cruise trying to accommodate everybody else. And everybody had a fabulous time on the cruise. But I think it was so short that in retrospect, if I were planning again, I would have planned it longer. That's for sure. I mean, I don't regret many of the choices that I made. As you know, I had a dinner for a welcome party for my guests at Animal Kingdom Lodge. I rented a grand villa, and that was phenomenal. I, that was wonderful. And I don't regret changing things. I wouldn't change anything on those on those plans that I did. I think just the length of the cruise overall, it felt very short. And especially with the wedding, those three days go by very, very quickly. Right. And now you did the welcome dinner before everybody departed on the cruise. Did you add any other kind of events or activities for your guests? I didn't. I wanted to. But as I said, most of my guests were just flying down for the cruise, for the wedding itself. 
so I didn't have an opportunity to add anything extra. We basically did the welcome dinner and we did a breakfast in the morning and then we went on the cruise. So we provided transportation for our guests from Animal Kingdom Lodge to Port and then from Port I had a couple of guests that left directly so we took them to the airport and then we came back to Animal Kingdom Lodge with the guests that stayed until that evening, which I think that actually was really a good choice too. I don't know that everybody would have been ready at the same time otherwise. Mm. We had a little bit of leisure by having our own transportation to leave a little bit later, but still arrive to port on time. That's great. What company did you use? We used Escot. Okay, good. I've heard some good things about them. They did great pricing, and I actually they were recommended to me by three previous cruise brides, and they were very accommodating. I would definitely recommend them. So then do you have any tips or advice of your own for future Disney cruise brides and grooms? I do. I think that if there's elements that you would like to add to your wedding, you can incorporate them. For example, where I do with the floral, um, you can incorporate bringing your own floral, be it a synthetic bouquet. I've heard that there is actually a company that will deliver to the ship where you can actually get live floral. I thought of using them, but I really had my heart set on like Catalias, and it was a question of seasons. And, and then when I, I always knew I wanted a bouquet from Diane because I think that her work is just absolutely gorgeous. And it was really like, you know, it was a great opportunity for us to incorporate elements that were just from us, like the sea urchins in my bouquet. My husband actually airbrushed them and then added natural pearls to them. We mailed them to her and she incorporated them into the bouquet itself. So that was really beautiful. But things like that, you know, your bouquets, you know, if you wanted to do your own boutonnieres, oot bags, we did our own oot bags and we had, I had them shipped to the cruise line and they were delivered to everyone's stateroom before we even arrived. We did our own personal favors that we distributed at dinner. I wanted to bring them also to the reception time. But like I say, it's such a condensed ceremony that if you don't have everything in perfect order and other people to help you with it, you're you're better off kind of taking your time and enjoying it as opposed to feeling really rushed just during the ceremony itself and the reception. Because ceremony reception overall, I believe if you're on board cruise bride, it's considered to be 45 minutes to an hour. And if you're a castaway K, I think it's like an hour and 45 to two, somewhere around there, because they're counting the transportation out to the K and then back in. And I have one last question. I probably should have asked this earlier when we were talking about it, but what flavors of cake did you get? Because you said you really liked them, and I know people always want recommendations. I think it was a raspberry with raspberry filling. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It was raspberry with raspberry filling. I have a picture somewhere. It's not the greatest picture. It's just, a, you know, because we, we didn't ask for an inside cake picture. It just happened to be like shot at an angle. And you can see the inside filling of the cake. It was the perfect color. It's the exact same color as the sea urchins on my bouquet. Oh, neat. Yeah, which is really cute because it wasn't planned at all. It just happened to work that way. This is wonderful stuff. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I have a lot of stuff on Facebook groups. I haven't really put anything out there on any private groups, but I'll definitely share pictures with you that you can post. Great. Well, Evie, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this is really instructive for people who are planning or considering planning a Disney cruise wedding or vow renewal, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for having me. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, 
available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.